Hi, and welcome to the Unplugged Debate. On this podcast, we delve into the ideas surrounding human interaction with both nature and technology, talking to people about their time in the outdoors, starting from when they were younger all the way through to present day, developing a picture on who and what motivates them to be outside and why they do the things they do in the outdoors, crossing over into talking about their technology usage and how that's changed throughout their life, and speaking to them about the different types of technology they use on a day-to-day basis, from their mobile phones to their running shoes. Once we've developed a good picture of them, we incorporate that into how they think technology has changed their outlook on life and their time in the outdoors. And finishing with how they think technological development has changed society on a wider scale. So hello and welcome. This episode today, we've got Nick Hill. Nick Hill, uh, I used to go to university with. We're both adventure educationalists, and he runs a surf school in Guernsey during the summer. And during the winter, he is a level three ski instructor, and you work out in France, that's right? Yeah, train in France, yeah, work work around Europe. Ah, okay, work around yeah. Europe. And you're heading out to your level four now? Yeah, training towards my level four at the moment, yeah. Nice. And uh, you've done a few uh, sort of adventures and things like that whilst we were at uni, and you're quite a keen climber as well, aren't you? Indeed, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what what sort of things have you done already? You've done you did the Wessex Way with like us at uni, and you uh, you've climbed a bit and stuff, do trail climbing that sort of thing. What sort of yeah, things a bit have you like done? At, at home here in Guernsey. It's sort of like mainly trad um mm. there's a bit of bouldering and stuff but you know it's, it's not it's not the best and stuff yeah and there's there's no sports routes or anything like that so it's only trad <laughs> which is <laughs> like not my favorite type of climbing just it's, i think it's a bit faffy um but it's 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 good fun and stuff but like yeah like i say it's just a bit faffy it just takes a while setting stuff up and, and taking stuff down but um yeah. yeah it's all right all right nice well obviously you're here for the podcast so we'll get into that uh that's sort of touched on what my first question was going to be uh and it's sort of what sort of things do you do in the outdoors so if you just want to run through some of the stuff that you do yeah so as in like any adventure sports and stuff like that yeah and and like even if you just go for walks and things like that uh just yeah give us a little rundown of of what you do in the outdoors so obviously my my biggest two is probably like the surfing like you said and the skiing um then yeah, like climbing when I can and getting involved with stuff like that, mountain biking, um, and a bit of road cycling and stuff really. Um yeah, just you know, like out, out walks with the dogs and stuff like that. Um yeah, anything I can kayaking and canoeing, like a fair bit of that. I've uh yeah, I've got my my like kayak and canoe coach. Um yeah, which is sort of around here living living on Guernsey and stuff in the summer, which is which is prime, you know, just a little rock hopping, checking stuff out um like stand up paddleboard and that sort of stuff as well um they're just anything i can do really to be outdoors rather than sat behind a desk or (laughs) sat inside so well i can attest to to, uh nick hill's ability to turn his hand to most sports that he does 
he's just <laughs> one of those guys that you're really jealous of so mate you, that's that's quite a big list of things that you uh do in the outdoors what sort of sparks mm. your interest in being out just outside and, and doing all these sports and stuff What's... yeah it's a, it's a hard one that i think it's like i've always i don't think i'd like ever there's ever been like a turning point as such where i thought oh you know like this is it like I'm, i love to be outdoors i think the big part i think probably growing up here like i born and grew up in guernsey um obviously just being at an island and stuff and there's no, like you know like there's not so much going on on the island itself but out the outdoors and the stuff you've got like available that you can do and the potential and stuff is massive so it's you know as a kid like i remember pe lessons at secondary school for instance we used to like a school was just up the road from the beach. We used to run down to the beach with the teachers on push bikes next to us. We used to get in the sea, no matter what time of year it was, go for a swim and then get like a mini bus back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like, you know, you walk to school when you were like tiny and like you walk to the beach after school with your parents. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, that sort of stuff. It's, I think, you know, just growing up around it and it's just part of your life really. And just sort of, you're always within it and always immersed. Mm. So, yeah. So, you, so it started. It started from a young age, basically. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. And and what was the sort of driving factors? Was it was it your parents, and or, or like you say, it was school as well? Your PE lessons. Did your parents sort of push you into into different? Yeah, I think. I, or... Yeah, like, I think I like from when I was when I was young and stuff. You know, like most people do the sort of some of the sports clubs like football. I did, did a bit of that. You know, it's not really my thing anymore. But played a bit of football. Um, few sort of like clubs activity clubs and stuff like that um a bit of cricket all sorts um yeah i think like dad dad is like quite adventurous you know like likes going camping we did lots of camping holidays when i was younger um being outdoors and bits of exploring and that sort of side like used to take me like windsurfing and, and sort of surfing from a young age um so i think sort of like just getting involved with with him probably more than anything sort of like started off yeah yeah nice so and as you got older uh like where did the when did you start sort of diverting from what your parents had pushed you towards and what you wanted to do when when did that sort of happen do you know what i mean yeah, yeah i get you yeah. um that's a weird one like i think i think just but like i've never like never been that sort of guy i've never ever had the the urge to want to sort of you know drive a desk and, and make loads of money just sitting behind a desk all day that's that, that's not me it's never what i've wanted never mm. never had an interest in it um and like from very young age you know like since a kid like running around in the garden sort of like dressing up as like a soldier and shit like that you know um <laughs> i've wanted to, yeah i wanted to join the army for years and years and years or be like a you know a policeman and fireman a couple of times but mainly it was the army um mm. so i think sort of when i became sort of 13 um sort of joined the army cadets over here um which sort of then i suppose helped that sort of go further just being outdoors and, and the camping and all that sort of stuff um but yeah i think it was like meeting like through my secondary school and have people who were had quite such a passion as i did for it so i didn't really go as much because obviously when it's cold winter days and stuff I, i'd want to go for a surf and dad wouldn't want to so we'd sit in the car um <laughs> and wait for me but um yeah i think joining join army cadets is people like-minded and i met some of my best mates to this day um sort of through there and yeah getting involved getting like that's where surfing i sort of came into it a bit more i suppose um yeah like you, one of my mates tried it for an activities week with school sort of the end of the year um, mm. he got into it and he was like oh does anyone else want to go and I was like yeah damn right like I'd been a few times I hadn't 
been like loads but i was like keen for it but just didn't really have anyone to go with and then i think from there we, we just started going together more and more and more and um yeah just really really got into it and and sort of that's where the surfing definitely started for sure that way yeah 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 that's cool and and <clears throat> i guess th do you feel like that gave you a level of confidence to like you were doing it on the island and then you'd go for camping holidays and things like that where would you go camping I think, like, yeah, definitely. Or... yeah, like we did a couple, like we used to camp, you know, as kids and stuff. We used to camp in the garden when we were little and stuff. But yeah, when we were, like on holidays and stuff, like because it's so like so easy to get to from here, we just hop out, hop on the boat with the car and stuff, and just drive over to France. Um, yeah, and you know, it goes like the Med and stuff like that. Camp around there, um, just camping all, all sort of around France. Really, a lot of the time, most most holidays were sort of there. Um, yeah. yeah, which was amazing. Yeah, loved it. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, yeah, because I suppose you're closer to France, so you're close to like that area rather than actually coming mm -hmm. on to the mainland uh, UK area. Or did you did you ever mostly France, but did you come over to the mainland or? Yeah, like I've got like I got family and stuff uh, in the UK. Um, so we, yeah, we would go over, and so I think it was mostly France, I'd say. But yeah, we definitely did go over and did camped in the UK a bit and. and stuff like that but mostly um mostly over to france okay cool and i mean you're my generation uh so like you can attest to the fact that it's it's changed um since since we were young to how it is now like what sort of uh what sort of technology do you use now that that mm. you like you feel like you didn't use back uh back in the day I think the tech, I think the big the big part of tech sort of played within the sports that I'm in, in I'm involved in would be just the, the like the sort of quality of equipment I suppose more than anything. Um, especially when you look at surfing, like even the last sort of ten years, you know, like looking at wetsuits, um, the tech involved in them is like ridiculous now, and it's like I, I remember I used to go sort of surfing, you know, February when I was like younger and like freezing <laughs> my nads off. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, like, you know, get really, really cold and, and stuff like that. Even though I had, like, a good wetsuit for, like, what it was at the time, um, you know, you still get quite cold. And I don't know if it's – I think it's definitely part two with the wetsuit. I think getting a bit older and a bit sort of bigger and stuff like that helps as well. But, yeah, like, now I, I, can, I can go surfing. Like, like, you know, the other day I was in, in the water for sort of, like, five hours at once, you know, with a, a thinner wetsuit than I had on then. Yeah. Um, you know, stretchier, lighter – um I'm, I'm warmer and it's sort of that that sort of thing the tech that's getting pumped in that way to those sort of and, and shapes of surfboards and bits like that you know makes makes a massive difference yeah yeah oh, that, that's a good point i i've been so focused on um uh technology as in as in our computers and phones i didn't really think mm. that like advancements in technology would still be classed as your wetsuits and surfboards and things like that it just mm it passed me by that was a good point i i've written yeah. that down so <laughs> nice. nice yeah it's like i thought it's like yeah within the sort of the sports coaching within the skiing and the surfing the from when i was younger i suppose like i started start surfing i suppose like properly relatively late sort of 13 14 same with the skiing um compared to you know friends i've got who've, who've been doing it you know since they could walk sort of thing so um but yeah i suppose when i started back then and, and stuff it was uh 
yeah, it wasn't, you know, you never really got anyone filming so much, but I think now, especially with social media and stuff, there's like a lot of people filming. I've got, you know, a couple of friends who, who are sponsored by, you know, Quicksilver and stuff like that. And um, yeah, get their parents cool. to go and film. And um, I suppose from like a coaching point of view, you know, getting someone on film and be able to slow it down and, and like apps where you can slow it down, like sort of like the coach's eye app is really like useful or similar to where you can slow stuff down. You can draw them, look at angles and, mm. um, you know, point out to, to, you know, whoever it is you need to, um, exactly what's going on with their body and, and their performance really. So you, yeah, you're using it as a, as tools basically. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. So, so how, what sort of technology do you own? Like personally? So you obviously you've made a good point. You've got your wetsuit, you've got your surfboard, you've got your skis, you know, mm. what other, what other technology have you got? Suppose like surfing, surfing's pretty minimal, and I, I like that about it. Like um, the fact that you know you 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 leave your phone in the car, you know you put a laptop away or whatever, and you, you just get you go surfing. You can't get no one can contact you really. <laughs> um, if they want you, they're gonna have to come for a swim, sort of thing, you know. So um, yeah, it's it's I really like that. You know, it's just that disconnect, and you, you know, it's like a, it's like a bit of a cliche, I suppose. But you know, you get into your own sort of headspace. It's a bit like it's just good for the soul you know like good a bit of like meditation you go out you sort of can can put your stresses behind you for for a couple of hours you know and not worry about that so much and just go out and enjoy yourself and you can't, haven't got people bugging you texting you chasing you for stuff it's just a bit of you time really yeah um, i love that about it yeah uh, i suppose it's uh that's that's the sort of same for skiing as well um yeah if you're out you can't we we both know that in cold environments phones don't last long when they're outside so you know is that something you look for in in the sports that you go into or when you're in the outdoors do you look for those kind of sports where you're detached from like yeah, your, I think, your yeah, phone I think, and I think, signal yeah i think i think i probably like unconsciously will sort of sway towards something a bit more like that you know um, like looking at the sports that I do, you know, like climbing, kayaking, canoeing, like kayaking and stuff is similar to surfing where, you know, you can take a phone with you like, and it's advised, you know, for, for if, you know, if you get stranded or if you need help and stuff. But um, yeah, it's normally sealed away somewhere w within a bag or a box, you know, um, so you can't really get to it. It's not very easy, accessible. Same as sort of climbing. You might have your phone on you, but you're not going to be texting someone halfway up a wall, you know, or answering calls and stuff. So, yeah. So, it's, yeah, I think I think I do quite like the whole, yeah, just getting away from everything, you know. it's I, I think technology is great in the sense that everyone can be contacted, like, almost instantly. But um, it's, almost, it's almost that bad point where it, it's great that you can be contacted, but people expect it. Um, yeah. where people are expecting to be able to call you like working working for the surf school it's a seasonal business over here you know we're only open six months a year and um, I get calls like 6am in the morning like nine at night and people just they don't they don't be like oh sorry to disturb you at this time it's just that like, oh yeah look I'm looking for a lesson tomorrow or, I'm looking for a lesson later today mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like expected that you you know they can call you and you are going to answer and you're going to deal with their requests instantly and it's like yeah. yeah it's just nice to get away from that for for a bit you know for sure that, that's one of the big things is um, we're as a society starting to work longer hours because we're not actually able mm. to disconnect from our emails and things like that that's that's one of the big things big that, um 
we're actually working so much more overtime than we used to yeah. because once we walk away from work we're still attached to work and that's a perfect yeah. example of it you know you're running this place and people are phoning you up saying nine o'clock at night yeah i'd like to book a book a surf lesson it's like mm. why couldn't you have done this uh four hours ago you know yeah this is the <laughs> thing as well it's like like you know I, I know in a sense like i don't help myself like I, but like it's weird like, i will take the calls uh, and I will answer the emails, like a couple of reasons. One, I suppose it is sort of like good for the business, good customer service, that sort of stuff, that side of things. But at the same time, I know if I don't take it there and then, it's just something I'm going to have to deal with later down the line. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, if, if I have if I have that like that time, if obviously if I'm busy, if I'm out, I probably just leave it. But if, I, if I'm not really doing anything, I'm just chilling, I, I probably will just answer it. But um, yeah, it's one of those things like personally, like, some people might could disagree with me on this but i would i would like you know if it's past like opening hours or you know it gets to half five six at night or it's not like sort of nine o'clock in the morning i probably wouldn't try calling your text in a business you know <laughs> i like or expecting a reply um you know email's a bit different i think but definitely calling um yeah but you know some people just sort of i think expect it now like you say like because people can be contacted and and that's what they sort of people are expecting it so yeah. I mean, as um, you're running, uh, or if you're sort of running the place and things like that, you will use a level of social media to um, widen your audience that you mm. have. Um, yep. Like, do you have a specific person doing that? Or is it all of you that are contributing to that? Or It's basically me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all me. Um, yeah, it's me, me, like, sort of, I I'm pretty I pretty much do everything. Um, above me is the owner uh, Johnny, um, mm. who does who does do like he does quite a few of the, the backgroundy sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, like and he he'll sort of fire off a few campaigns here and there social media. Like he's a bit more clued up about um, just how to like target audiences and and, and you know, a bit behind the scenes sort of stuff. He's a bit of a geek when it comes to computer sort of stuff. Um, so he's really good at that so he's quite useful for going through that but yeah instagram and, and general mail shots and general sort of advertising social media sort of stuff it is mainly me yeah. um yeah which is which is great for a business you know it's like free advertising essentially like instagram and stuff like that um you know facebook and it is amazing and you're putting deals and stuff on but um yeah it does there's another sort of pathway i suppose people can get hold of you and um, something else to think about obviously from running a business point of view is something else to think about and something else to try and stay on top of for sure um, I, I mean going away from uh, using social media in a professional sense um, mm. how well, how do you use social media in a private setting you know yeah I suppose I, I'm <laughs> yeah I, I barely post anything these days like mm. uh, so, you know unless I like I don't know I just don't really post much um unless it's i've done something i thought thought oh, all right i've enjoyed that and i've got a photo of it or whatever then maybe but um yeah i think since last year i think i put about since probably this time last year i think i'll probably put about three photos on instagram um <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like and like two of them two of them in the past months i think because <laughs> i've got a bit bored but um but yeah it's that's literally it like i think yeah they like i put one up and then the day later put another one up and like uh like i think it was probably like five weeks ago um mm. yeah i think a lot of it is just and i i i watched this documentary on sort of the social media and, and your phone and you know how it sort of tries to suck you in and i like 
I've yeah distanced myself a bit more from my phone and, and became a bit more aware of, of how much I was on it um you know which I think is good because I think like, and I, I fall in the trap and I'm sure a lot of people do it so you know it's horrible where you wake up in the morning and I think like majority of people sort of especially sort of our age bracket you know will, will turn over and the first thing they'll do is check their phone yeah. um and it's just like you know that's the first thing you do and probably the last thing you're going to do at night as well so um you know and people check their screen time it can be like hours and hours a week or like or a day and it's just like blows blows my mind it's just like i think it's good to, like, and it's so easy though when you're bored you know just to scroll <laughs> just to look at stuff and yeah, yeah. i just don't know I, there's more productive use of time you know for sure well uh i mean that, that was touched on with um one of the other chats that i've done but i mean like doing a tiny bit of research into it anyone can find this stuff it's all online but mm. um one of the studies i read uh was saying that so you're what you're saying there is passive use of social media yeah, yeah um and it's and it's basically scrolling through and just like casually liking someone's post or whatever mm. um and uh it, it increases the chances of depress uh, depression by 33 percent just oh, yeah. passively you yeah. passively using social media and social yeah. media doesn't have to just be like uh, uh, facebook or instagram it can be reddit or like any yeah. sort, anything like that and then yeah. um but if you're an active user so that's why i was asking um about the business side of things and like if you're making content that's going online that can be manipulated or used that makes mm. you an active active user of um social media um you can actually it actually reduces the uh likelihood of depression okay. so interesting but less yeah. but it's 15 percent. but it's yeah yeah it's, it's a weird thing social media you know it's like 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 you know like i, I touched on my dissertation and looked at like how easily a person can be influenced from what they view and stuff like that on it and uh yeah and it's just like you know especially when it comes to comes to sort of like looking at uh, uh women in the, the amount of, like it's definitely getting better than it was but the amount of expectation that you know there's these models and it, it blows my mind it's like social media is essentially your own virtual world you know you decide what you're viewing um you know i've, I've had like sort of girlfriends in the past and like my girlfriend now even falls into this trap where they'll look at photos of like women who are like got like basically like models and got these ridiculous like two skinny bodies and stuff and then they get in their head that they're overweight and it's it's ridiculous or like they you know they they need to lose weight and stuff and and it makes them sad viewing these photos and i'll admit it and i'm like look this is your 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 own virtual world like if you don't want it like it's unhealthy you like looking at that like unfollow it mm. um and same with like guys and i think it's 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 almost shifting where it's becoming worse for guys and it is girls because there's there was so much attention for the right reasons that there's these unrealistic expectation of women i think it's for guys now you know like I saw something on, on social media the other day where, believe it or not, um, where there was some, <laughs> some guy looking at Gymshark. He was saying that he was comparing photos of Gymshark and it was sort of showing that these women, you know, like not perfect women in, in Gymshark clothing. And then um, and then it was like, look, you sorted this out, well done, but look at the guys. And these guys were like massive and ripped, <laughs> like absolutely shredded. It's like, come on, like, the, like there's probably what, like, five percent of blokes like look yeah, like that yeah. you know it's not everyone uh, can look like, like chris hemsworth eh? oh mate it was it worse it was more than ripped than him it was ridiculous like it was unbelievable and it was just like yeah there's you know if you're going to do one do the other sort of thing you know yeah. there's a, i think 
I think, yeah, like you said, like a lot of things in guys that it's talked about, but I think that definitely can play on, on, on a lot of guys' minds that there's that expectation to look like that to be able to, you know, find yourself a woman or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not the healthiest, for sure. No, I'd agree on that one. And that kind of leads me on to another question. Mm. How do you think that technology has changed our modern society and culture? I mean, that, you're touching on it there with, yeah. um, like, all you're seeing is this, perfect view of people's life um oh, big you know, time. Ha- from 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 when we were younger where we didn't have these these things to up to now how do you f- think and how do you feel that it's changed our culture and our society uh, yeah i think i think there's a lot more i think it's getting better i do think it's getting better i think it's it's people are drawing more attention to it for you know like like certain documentaries and, and bits like this and and stuff that's been published here and there on it but it's just the expectation and the amount, how easy it is for people to live those perfect lives, like you said, you know, where it's they people can show exactly what they want and don't show what they what they don't want to show, you know. Um, so they can sort of live this this perfect life, but no one knows what's going on in the background, you know. And it's people view these perfect lives and then people doing this, people doing that, and they feel, you know, that they maybe should be doing this because other people are and. Um, that sort of side of things you know but i think that that's like a, the the toxic side of it but i think there is a good side of it you know with social media where like it, coming back to sort of the, the you know like sports link as well it's i think one of the good points can be um you know just connecting people um like I, i'd love to just get rid of all my social media but like being where i've been sort of done a bit of traveling and stuff like that you know i've got these links and these people i want to stay in touch with like all over the world and obviously mm-hmm. stay in touch with like you know yourself and all, all the guys from uni that you know living in guernsey i don't see any of them um it's just so nice to be able to stay in touch but um yeah and I, like i say with the sport and stuff it's i think it can be good because we you know go back 30 40 50 years you know where someone did uh, did a trick or a maneuver like skiing surfing skateboarding whatever you know there'd be you know be might be filmed or 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 documented like photos and stuff and people would have to wait for you know the next month's issue of like thrasher or like for the next surf movie to come out and that that edits on there where nowadays you know someone does something like does some ridiculous like air or surfing or something and it's filmed and within two minutes you know it's like it's viral um which which you know can be quite good because it's definitely the progression of these sports has been pushed because everyone's trying to sort of like one up each other yeah um so everyone's trying to sort of get better because it's like can be released instantly it's, it's it's helping progression i definitely reckon but um but you know it can be can be taken too far as well you know where people are, are watching like people who shouldn't be i like watching people do stuff like backflips they like off a cliff or whatever skiing um and then you know your, your average everyday punter thinking i'll give that a go and then goes out and you know causes an avalanche breaks their back whatever you know it's it's definitely that sort of side of things where where you know seeing other people do it people people feel like they've got to be keeping up with it um yeah. which isn't always the right the right thing to do so um i mean you're you're you're, you're perfectly correct it like there is research and studies to show that um social media does have uh does aid people uh it's not just Mm. a hindrance and like connecting people as you say um if you're using social media positively uh, um, it's been shown that actually helps people certainly in like the lgbtq plus if they feel 
segregated in their own um, like social group that, yeah. that is it's been able to help them um, and other ethnic yeah. groups as well. Um, they that's that's like really helpful. Mm. Um, and you can uh, like you say it's it's helped sport immensely because you can post something crazy straight away, which is great. And then, um, yeah. but yeah, you are right. You you do get your uh, wannabes and the people with all the gear and no idea who would go out and think yeah, that exactly. they can go back country skiing and then end up killing themselves or, you know, or causing an avalanche and getting stuck in that. Yeah. You, like you guys have to go out and save them and things like that. So, so, but yeah. No, it's, um, at risk to go for. Exactly. Just just so you can get that video to put up on on your social media and yeah. that sort of thing. So, um, but it's it's interesting. You touched on that. It's a level of connection with people that you've met because you've travelled. I mean, I've travelled as well, so I've got I've got lots mm. of people in different countries that I can't see easily, readily. Um, like, do do you feel? um that if you yeah. if we didn't have that social media connection that you'd be able to keep up with these people yeah i don't know i think like I, it's hard i think I, it's, it's always a bit weird saying it but i think the ones that you really want to you would mm. you know what i mean but then like you know other ways and maybe like email and, and phone calls and stuff like that but it's it's nice there's there's like people i've met from all over the world that like uh, you know yeah you don't speak to that often but you know every now and then you'll you'll have a little catch up with him you'll have a chat or like you, they'll post something and you just have a bit of a chat about it and then common ground and stuff like that and that that thing i think is really nice mm. um so i think yeah you know you, you would you would definitely lose i think some people um you wouldn't stay as well connected or you definitely wouldn't stay connected at all with with some people for sure yeah and i mean uh, one of one of my uh, other guests, they they pointed out that um, they didn't feel like there was any ability to go backwards, um, so we couldn't revert to um, like a less connected society now. Um, I mean, mm. would would you agree with that? Do you do? You f I mean, that's pretty leading that question, but um, yeah, like, I, I don't uh, know. I think it's I think it's a hard one, you know, because I think. I think if you really like, I think if you really want, like, if everyone really wanted to, you could. Like, mm. you know, we've lived like that before. I think we, you know, we could do it again, sort of thing. You know, it's like, it's like flight, like, like this whole, like, like look at coronavirus, for instance. Is, you know, you've got everyone working from home, everyone like not going into the offices and stuff. And, you mm. know, I, I'm sure if you said that, you know, 12 months ago, a bit more, whatever, you know, that, you know, could everyone do their jobs from home? Everyone would be like, oh no 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 but you know majority of people can and they've proven it and mm. stuff like that so you know i think i think if everyone really wanted to they could but i think it would be difficult you know with so many people with their businesses and stuff sort of through social media um but you know they just have to find like other channels and stuff. like it wouldn't be easy by all means it'd be, it'd be a difficult and a bit of an awkward sort of transition but i think it is doable but um yeah I don't. I can't see it happening. I can't see like you know. I think you need everyone pretty much on board with it, and I, I can't. I can't see that happening at all. It's ease. Ease of uh, human beings like things to be easy, and it, it makes life easier to talk to people and to mm. uh, share information and things like that. So um, 
I yeah. I agree. I agree. I, d- I don't think that it, it could happen, um, and I don't think that people want it to happen. Um, but yeah, it could. You could go back if you wanted to. Um, I mean, you have mm. people that now have started living off the grid and things like that. Um, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, there's been documentaries on these guys who are who are trying to live off the grid and, and, and like show that you can revert. I mean, yeah. um, I like to ask that question towards the end of the uh, the, the uh, podcast. Anyway, just to sort of say, I if you had the opportunity. Uh, to go and live off the grid for a year, um, would you do it? And um, where would you do it? That's a very good question. Yeah, I definitely would, I think, without doubt. Um, that's a hard one. Where would I do it? It would be hard, though, because I'm a little bit split between sort of surfing and skiing here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> two, ends of, two ends of the scale and stuff. But, yeah, if, if I had to do it for a year without... I think I probably, I think I probably choose surfing. It's a hard one, but I think yeah, you know, somewhere tropical, somewhere some remote island, you know, like in the Philippines or or somewhere like that, you know, like a couple of my best mates, they've they've got a boat and been traveling sort of around the world. And there's currently over in Panama, I've just been sailing to remote islands and living off the boat and you know anchoring 200 meters from like a world class wave and just surfing it all day, paddle back to the boat, have some food, jump back in, you know, that's that's the that's the dream basically. <laughs> um they you know only got like a little bit of internet now and then and yeah i'd i'd happily go completely off the grid i think and just like you know especially with a couple of mates just sharing waves so surfing somewhere warm mm. yeah be ideal yeah that sounds that sounds like a banging thing banging mm. idea mm. or or you could go to alaska or canada well there is that yeah you could and then you could and then yeah. you could do the surfing in the summer and the skiing in the winter yeah, it's like yeah, you got like New Zealand, haven't you? <laughs> Potentially Oz, like west coast of Oz, maybe somewhere. Um, yeah. But that sounds like a banging, banging idea. Yeah, yeah. Why, no. why aren't you doing it, Nick? <laughs> oh, but this is it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I, uh, as soon as I get out of get, out, get fully qualified skiing and finish up here, maybe then yeah, it's it's on the cards, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks very much, mate. Um, no worries. No. I think that's been quite a, a good uh, a good podcast. I think we've covered uh, covered some topics in depth there. So yeah, enjoyed it. I uh, much appreciated. So no worries, mate. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no worries at all. <laughs> all right.